1: Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast.
2: Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in.
1: Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Leshwab Tire Center. Doing the right
2: thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Game of
1: our radio
3: doubleheader.
0: <laughs> that is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right away back! Off the pole! Francisco Lindor! This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head.
1: It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a
0: Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one. That's about a 1,000, dude. As baseball, baby. Help us, please. Please, somebody help us. The
2: fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup 7 here. I want to get this bad boy going. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner All-Star Edition. We have Big John Sukanic in the house. Just a real quick little plug. You can jump on Mike Lynch27 on Twitter, PDD085. You can also hit the at 1080TheFan uh, and check out a little, little trailer. Mike and I are working on a little beer podcast. Uh, check that out. That'll be fun. It'll drop next Thursday for the first week. We're hoping to have a pretty special guest. Uh, check out the trailer. You guys will dig it.
3: Anyway, I, is this, I feel like I'm learning a lot just listening to you guys about beer. You guys have spent the last few commercials just plant talking about this podcast. I'm learning a lot about. I didn't know there was so much to know about beer. I'm like, what are you going to talk about? And you guys have all this. It's all this kind of oh. fascinating stuff.
1: Well, let me show you because mm. I I went on a little walk this morning. And on the walk, I brought my phone and I opened up a little iPhone note and I wrote potential beer topics and I just uh, did all that. See, I would have never,
3: I would have never, as, as There's somebody at least outside, like 50 things on there. I don't drink somebody outside the beer community. I would have never known that you could do an entire podcast about beer. And yet, dare I say, I may even listen. There will be
2: a Ooh. there will be a podcast at some point about this that will touch on the socioeconomic impact of beer in this city that I think everyone should listen to not just people that are interested in beer but people that are voting members of this community people that pay taxes people that are quality citizens because I think there is a major factor in beer that people don't realize it's To say it again, it's socioeconomic impact on this region.
3: I'll tell you, just listening to you guys, in all honesty, just listening to you guys over the last hour talk to each other during the commercial, I am fascinated by how in-depth this podcast will be. So if you're out there— Me too. (laughs) you, You should listen to this because these guys, I can tell you right now, are passionate about it. And they know what they're talking about. I think this will be interesting. I'm excited for you guys. Which is
2: really funny for me because I'm like, ugh, more work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm just
2: joking. I'm just joking. All right. I want to switch to the National League as we recap the first half of the National League. And, and we can – I don't want to get too much into uh, Manny Machado going to the Dodgers as that seems like it's a confirmed deal today. Uh, and I also don't <laughs> – which is really tough to kind of talk about this league without talking about Manny Machado or Mike Matheny, as we'll do that next week.
3: The good news is that he's going to the National League.
2: We love that in the American League.
3: And I'm not going to have to punch Mike in the face.
2: Yep, that is true. It's funny. You and I were like, yeah, he's not in the American League. And Mike's over there silent. He's like, we'd have found a place for him.
3: Well, I... (laughs) Look, you have to admit we have three
2: shortstops on the team, but we'd find a place.
3: You have to admit that there was part of you that started to kind of believe you were going to get Machado. And that had to have made you excited.
1: Uh, Yes. And yes. But I also had a feeling that the Yankees were being used. We could just wait
2: a year and get him. Well, (laughs) true. But I was going to get to that in a second. I was about to say for free, but it Um, ain't going to be free.
1: I, I also, in my heart of hearts, knew the Yankees were being used as leverage. Because I know that the Yankees are going to try to get him in in the off sure. and I know that Cashman does not want to trade his prospects right now. Uh, he has been very, very, very steadfast in holding on to his top ten prospects. Um, but the report was that Manny Machado far and away prefers the Yankees in free agency. And I said, this year, yes, you get him, you get better, or you wait six months, you're still really good, and you get him without losing anything. Right, and I was like. I, let's just wait the six months. If, if if it's that if it's that certain that he wants to go to the Yankees,
2: of course they're going to go get him
1: well, because they're at, the
3: Yankees. You look at the price tag the, the Dodger five prospects is that what we're hearing? Yeah, five uh, prospects. There's I, a
2: little hang up in some medical thing, which I think bumped up the price. Yeah, is what and I think they had, happened. Had to on add that. in another one, or and they
3: didn't give their number one outfield guy right. They didn't have to. They give, did. Oh, they. Oh, actually, the I haven't
1: seen. They gave their number four prospect. They gave the. I there can't was, remember there was an outfielder There was an outfield. That was guy the outfielder. I, Diaz was, was the outfielder. Oh, so he did go. Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay. Well, then that's I a just, huge, that's a huge get for the <clears throat> Orioles. Then. I
2: just want to know where do these? What do the Dodgers have? All these prospects. Right. I feel like all last year is the, and the year before they were trying to make runs. And they were like. Dodgers send their two best prospects for fill-in-the-blank, and then the Dodgers make another trade and send their third best prospect. And then this year it's like, hey, you realize that just because this guy is your best prospect now, like two years ago he was like your 15th best prospect. Are we just looking at numbers next to their names because I don't know how these guys have a farm system like this. Dodgers, are, if they had a farm system like this, they wouldn't be trading for dudes they don't need. Dodgers
1: are great in the international market, man. They get great international. I understand players that, all but the they want to
2: re-sign Manny Machado. Where are you going to play him? Where are you going to play him if you re-sign him? Shortstop, wherever he wants. Where are you going to put Corey Seager? Second base. Uh, Max Muncy, duh. Yeah, he could play anywhere. He's like an outfielder too. He'll be he'll be fine. Corey Seager is a shortstop.
1: So is Manny Machado?
2: No, he's not. He's a third baseman. <laughs> Justin Turner's a third baseman. No, Trey Justin Turner. Anyway, I digress. That was a whole segment
1: on Manny Machado that you didn't want to do. I
2: know. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. So that's Manny Machado. Uh, apparently, on the Dodgers. Do you guys think the Dodgers are going to be any good with him? Do you think this is pushes them? Yes.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. National I, League th- is a crapshoot this year. I, I yeah. think
2: it gives them another. I think it gives them another bat for sure. Uh, and obviously, I mean, we've seen Machado in the National
3: League.
2: Right. Uh, and and that that race is wide open, as you say. I don't think this is the piece that puts them over the edge. I mean, do you really think Rod Stripling and Alex Wood and
3: well, that pitching it, no, staff is really going to go? Have we gonna, noticed
2: that Clayton Kershaw is all of a sudden not being talked about anymore?
3: It's going to come down to pitching. It usually does in the It playoffs, always does. Right? But I, you, But you can't. You can't tell me that getting Manny. The answer to "Do you want Manny Machado on your baseball is team?" Always is always
2: yes. Yeah. Right. But I, I agree don't with you. in Cleveland because I don't have a place to play him. But
3: <laughs> oh look at oh you don't don't need you sound like Mike right now quite frankly no no actually you know I take it I back we're not going to give up any of our prospects we'll just get him for free in six months because that's the Yankee way
2: actually I take that back I saw my phone buzz like a I don't week ago drop come on now I I, I, I saw <laughs> my phone
3: that's the arrogant nature of the we might revisit getting punched in the face here.
2: Uh, I I saw my phone buzz like a week ago that was like, the Indians have engaged in talks of Manny Machado, and I was like, we don't have a minor league system, but if you can get him, let's do it. Right. Where's he going to play? Don't care.
3: Right? <laughs> yeah, the The answer to do you want Machado in your lineup is yes, but I agree with you 100%. Is this the move that puts the Dodgers over the edge? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know either. It, uh... It's going to come down to pitching, and the Dodgers have some questions there.
2: Yeah, and I, I think what he does is, is he an upgraded shortstop over Corey Seager, who hasn't played all year? Yeah, he's probably an upgrade, but... Corey Seager hasn't played all year, so it's not like that much more of an upgrade had Corey still been there. They're not that good. They just recently got into first. They have no bullpen. You know, Kenley Jansen is a year older. You really think Rod he has Stripling? not been quite as good this year? Yeah, either. you think Rod Stripling is going to keep going? You love him in fantasy, but that's fantasy. You yeah, don't have to deal with him in
1: October. This is a Similar conversation. Do you think Marco Gonzalez is going to keep going? We just said yes. Stripling's been better than Marco Gonzalez has been and is in an easier division to pitch in right yeah, now. Yeah, but
2: I watch both of them, and I actually disagree with that. I think the National League West is way more difficult than the American League West. Uh, I've seen Striplin pitch, and I've seen Marco pitch, and I would take Marco over him in a heartbeat. I got I got no doubts well, about that.
1: Well, either way, but he's a good young pitcher who has turned up when Kershaw got hurt. I think this makes them the favorites in the National League. I think it instantly makes them the favorites because the National League is weird this year. The Nationals mm. want nothing to do with winning for some reason. I don't. I like the Braves a lot, but they've they've kind of fallen they're too young. A too bit young. back to
2: earth. Too young.
1: Phillies are in first, but they're too young. The
2: Dodgers don't have a staff for the playoffs. I don't care if they're playing well but right neither now. Neither does
1: anybody else.
2: That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs.
1: That, that's the only other team I would say would would be a, a leader right now. Is it kind of default
2: to your to your point? Yeah, I think the Cubs are kind of default that that's my team. But yeah, I don't,
1: I don't believe in mm. the Brewer staff. I don't believe in no. the Diamondback staff. No, I don't believe take, in the Rockies. I'll take staff. John
2: Lester. I like John Lester more than any other pitcher on any of those other teams you said. In the playoffs especially. In the playoffs, mostly because Scherzer and the Nationals just don't like winning games.
3: They really don't. They really hate it. It's very strange. They really hate it. (laughs) Right. Winning's fun. You should try to do that. Yeah. And they'll probably
2: uh, have the best record in the National League. You know, they'll probably figure it out at the end, and then the Dodgers will be... Uh, somehow play the Nationals, and they'll beat the Nationals because that's what it's, we do.
3: You guys mentioned the Cubs, and I wanted to ask you guys a question. I think the Cubs are sleeping giants, and it's interesting to me that we've sort of just kind of forgotten about the Cubs. Have been all year. And and I know that last year, you know, the championship hangover, I get, but... The nucleus of that team is still intact. They're still pretty good. You Darvish is gonna come back with very little innings pitched this year. Right? Which he's means he's gonna awful. have a full but he's and gonna he have fresh been. arm. He's gonna but have a fresh arm. It just it surprises me a little that we've sort of just written them off. They've gone from the darling the darlings of the baseball world to not even just, oh, they're a good little team. We just nobody cares about them. Nobody they're, talks about them. They're in first place. It's just, I think, again, in the absence of a true frontrunner, and I agree with Mike, maybe maybe getting Machado makes the Dodgers that frontrunner. I don't know. Nationals, we kind of joking, but it's true. They don't want to win. Maybe it's the Cubs. Maybe the Cubs are the sleeping giant, and it wouldn't shock me if we're sitting here in October and the Cubs are there again. Wouldn't shock me.
2: In game one of a series, you have John Lester on the mound, and then this is your infield. Contreras. Rizzo. Baez, Russell, Bryant. They might even trade Russell too. <laughs> they, I thought they were going to trade Russell to the Orioles for Manny Machado. Right. That's yeah. what I thought was going to go down. I was like, when I heard the Cubs were interested, I was like, oh, just send Addison Russell, and then tell Manny Machado, yeah, you can play shorts for a shortstop for us. You don't got to worry about anything. Just yeah. re-side with us. Yeah. We can't pay you a lot, but you can win titles with us. Just kind of what I thought. Yeah, I got I got Indians over Cubs in the World Series. Still, that was my preseason prediction, and I'm sticking with it.
3: And it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me.
2: Did I say I think Coach I said Ryan. Cubs over Astros, didn't I? I think you did. Because the National League is that wide open, and I think that's where we are. We still don't know anything after the first half of the season. Um, are the Brewers for real? Are the Phillies for real? Are the Braves for real? We still don't know. the The, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies just can't figure it out. God, I love the Rockies so much. And Arizona at times looks so decent. But both of them are destined to play each other in the wild card game. What did he say to me?
1: He said four-minute break. I don't know what
2: that means. Oh, that means we have a break of four minutes. That's what I'm looking at that.
1: Uh, Well, isn't that what most breaks are?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tempted to just go to Joe with sports. (laughs) (laughs) Pull a prime time. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so that's that. When we come back, uh, more second half reaction. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan.
0: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
2: Say twenty three here on Portland, Sports Leader. This is the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher behind the glass. Joined by Big John Sukannik, as we always do in the All-Star break. Uh, there's the National League. We all got the Cubs a little bit, right? We kind of like them. The Dodgers might be good. John calls them the sleeping giants in the Cubs, and uh, I kind of believe that. They were my preseason pick. Mike, I think they were yours too, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, and we spent a lot of time uh, in our Mariners segment uh, segments uh, speaking about uh, all the other teams in the American League. If you missed that, you can jump on the Les Schwab Tire podcast and catch out the first hour. Uh, but I just kind of want to make a, a blanket statement real quick, not to spend too much time on it. But uh, just the state of the American League. I mean, I think we were talking in the break. If I held a gun to your head and said, who do you got? Who do you got, Mike? Astros. John? Mariners. That's Technically the Astros, but
3: uh. well, come on. <laughs> look, I re- look. I listen. All seriousness, I refuse to pick the Astros. Fair. But it would be the Astros.
2: Yeah, uh, and and I I think I agree too. However, I was chatting with somebody the other day. Um, now just just hear me out on this, okay? I will try my best not to be a homer in this situation. Uh oh. Just listen.
3: That's code for I'm about to be a homer.
2: <laughs> Just listen.
3: At least I admit it when I'm a homer. Panther's in denial.
2: Should the season end today? Let me pull up these standings. Let me pull up these standings. Should the season end today?
3: Yes, I vote it ends today.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's, car- no, that's. No, that's. <laughs> Stop it, Joe. In. Joe in our ear goes I too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to talk Come
1: about on, it. Come
3: on, Joe. Don't you aren't you at least intrigued a little about how far they can go? Yeah. Move?
2: How much how much worse can it get?
3: Right? That's the answer's a lot. How low <laughs> can you go? Yeah, you, but we're the talking, staff, the stat that I'm at? Historic pace. Historic. Don't you got to ride that out and see what happens? You
1: have to. This was the stat that I found earlier. It actually starts with how low could the Orioles go. Thanks ESPN stats and info. They're currently 28 and 69 and on pace for 46 wins. Take away Machado and their position players have combined to hit 217 with a 278 on base. Percentage. Didn't the Blazers have more than 46 wins this season? Yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. Definitely did. 50. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have this scenario that I think might play out with the A's. That's such an embarrassing stat, by the way, with the A's being a little hot and I expect the Mariners to play better. Uh, The Astros have the best record in the American League right now. I expect that to come down a little bit. They still have a bunch of games against the Mariners, and I believe the Mariners will bring it. I also think the American League West is better than the American League East. I predict that the Boston Red Sox will finish with the best record in the American League. No, wait. I take that back. I predict that the Houston Astros will finish with the best record in the American League. Sorry, I'm trying to put together how this all works, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, think the, I think the Beers on Us podcast has started a little <laughs> early.
2: I'm looking at you like, what? All right. Sorry. Sorry. I was trying to figure this out, and then I confused myself, and I'm back on this. Okay, I think the Houston Astros finished with the best record in baseball. Okay. Therefore, they play the winner of the wild card game, correct, in yes, the first round? correct. Which I believe the Boston Red Sox will win the American League East. Therefore, it leaves the Yankees and the Mariners in the wild card. I don't care who wins that game. They'll play the Astros. That leaves the Red Sox against the Cleveland Indians. I believe the Cleveland Indians will beat the Boston Red Sox and then play, most likely, the New York Yankees in the American League championship series and we're here for revenge so I believe that's I'm not going to try to be
1: a homer right now but we're
2: here for revenge yeah. so, and
3: that listen the genius, and then we'll
2: meet the Cubs in the World Series and we got it the genius
3: of what just happened and I hope the listeners appreciate this
2: no one's listening is, so it's okay
3: is Patrick just went around the block entirely <laughs> to set up a dig at you that, some convoluted <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, all aimed at just trying to get revenge on you. And that's fantastic. It was pretty good. Yes. That's fantastic.
1: I think it hurts them a little bit that they had a 2-0 series lead and they
3: lost. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. What
2: hurts the most is that I had to sit in this chair and watch it.
1: <laughs> and it was happened live on the air. One of the greatest moments in the show's history is watching the Brett Gardner single that gave the Yankees the lead and Patrick going, and there's a single and I don't know what Frankie Lindor is doing. It might be the worst play I've ever seen him make. And I'm going to go cry in a corner. Here's Joe sports.
2: (laughs) So glorious. And every single person I talked to that, that listens to the show was like, dude, that was the greatest moment ever. And I was like, awesome, dude. Like, I felt like crying, (laughs) so I'm glad.
1: He went and this was when we had the windows still covered. He walked into the wall that was the windows and just put his head on it for like four minutes.
3: (laughs) Sometimes that's called marinering, by the way. Sometimes Mm. that's all you can do. Look, for your sake, I hope that happens. I hope you get that revenge that you seek.
2: I at least want to go to the American League Championship Series. I want to play the Red Sox. Can we get the Red Sox? I want the Red Sox. The Red Sox... I know we're we're spending some time on the AL. The Red Sox are weird, right? They're not good. Well, no, but
1: they are. Obviously, they're good. They no, have the they're best record good. in the American stop, League. Stop,
2: stop. They're not good. And they have they
1: have JD and Mookie, and that's it. They have the top two or three pitcher in the American League, either one through three, depending where you rank them. Who
2: can't pitch in the playoffs? Any of them? Any oh, yeah. of them? Forgot
1: about that. Good yeah. point.
2: Any of them? They have like, the guy. Pick who's one. None of them. <laughs> they have the guy. David who's, Price. Nope. Rick Porcello still hitting dingers off him. And Chris Sale doesn't even can't even spell playoffs. (laughs) Touche. None of them. I repeat none of them. But
1: J.D. Martinez is on another one this year. He is some he's on a different planet right now. When it's eight
2: zero, your solo dinger is cool.
3: (laughs)
1: Wow. Wow. I'm standing up for the Red Sox against Patrick Harris right now. Yeah, I'm, not I'm sure a hater. What,
3: I'm not sure what show I'm on. I'm not sure what is happening. Joe, are we still? I don't know what's happening
1: here. I just Dude, the Red Sox are really stinking good. But their biggest weakness Meh. is the back end of the rotation, and frankly, their bullpen's not very good. Front
2: end of the rotation, too, is a problem.
3: Okay, well, let me ask you this. Look, we all agree, right? We all agree that john saved me well we all agree that there's there's half so what let me ask you this okay one one move one move the red Sox have to make what is it
1: they have they have to add another bullpen arm okay they have to
3: one move the yankees have to make they have to add a starting pitcher okay one move the indians have to make relief and one move the mariners have to make starting pitcher i agree now Uh, are there enough of those like
2: a hitter on the mariners to be honest See, and I, I personally, I'd think, like a left fielder or a center fielder. To be honest, I think that infield is fine. I mean, I hate Kyle Seager, but right, you're stuck with him. No one's ever taking him. No,
3: um, I and, and I know Depoto is kind of treating it this way. It's almost, I mean, they get they get Robbie Cano back on August 14th, but Depoto has said he's not going to play every day. But he's still going to be in the lineup. He's not going to play second every day. I think he'll be in the lineup every day. They're just going to shuttle him around. And if you look at the bats that are available and say what you want about Cano, he's still a good hitter mm-hmm. and and was having a good year. Um, if you look at the bats that are available on the trade market, there isn't one as good as Cano. And so I think the Mariners are looking at it. Like we are going to get the best trade deadline player in the middle of August. We're get having Rob, Robbie Cano. We're going to get Robbie Cano come back. So, I think it is it is a starting pitcher. Now the question is, is, do they have the bullets to go get one? I don't know. We'll see. DePoto's going to try and see what happens. And frankly, the
1: trade market for starting pitchers right now, brutal. Right. Outside of the Mets starters, which we don't
2: really think they're going to trade. Nobody has the stuff. Like the Yankees might have the stuff for him. But
1: they're not going to give uh, it the up. The
2: Astros might have the stuff for him. I'm just trying to think of farm systems uh apparently the dodgers the braves and the yeah. philly the braves <laughs> and the phillies could trade for a degrom or a syndigar but they'd be giving up starters yep. like prospects that were prospects a year or two ago that are now starters like the braves are gonna have to give up like aussie albies for right. it
1: well the the starting pitching market outside of those two right now by is the way
2: i'd give anything for degrom
1: cole hamels JHAP, hap hap cole's cole's decent well, yeah, but he's not Cole Hamels has like a four, four ERA. He's getting lit up every third start. That's not push you to a world series helpful.
3: No, but the people that and you mentioned sale, not being able to spell playoffs. The flip side of that is people argue Hamels has the postseason pedigree,
1: but Hamels has lost his stuff. He's
2: just not good anymore. Cole you Hamels got- was the World Series MVP nine years ago. Yes, he was. It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. You no, got- it's 10 years ago because you guys won in 2009. They won in they
3: 2008. They won in 2008. World Series MVP. You
2: got Michael Fulmer and the
1: Matthew Boyd guy in the Tigers are up there. Gross. Fulmer's okay. Gross. But you really want to trade prospects gross. for that? I don't want to. I'd rather go at it with my own guys who have already proven it in both cases for the Mariners and the Yankees, who have been young guys who have come up and pitched well, then go trade for that guy and pray that they're going to be good. I heard Sonny
2: Gray's available.
3: Good luck. (laughs) Please? (laughs) Please? I don't even want Sonny
2: Gray anymore. How did that happen? I don't know. Where did that guy go?
1: I
3: don't know. That was, I thought, dude, that guy was filthy. When they got him, I thought that was trouble. And he has just not been good. So
1: I can spend
2: segments ranting about Sonny Gray. But we I want. We
3: could spend segments
2: talking about whatever we want. But first, here's Joe with Sports.
0: This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080, The Fan.
2: Save 40. We got two minutes to talk about something.
1: Now we got plenty of time. Don't you worry about that?
2: Um, Surprise team. Like so far? Phillies or
3: Braves? We're Who surprises up? you more? Phillies. Oh, the
2: Phillies. Really? For sure.
3: Yeah. Who thought they were going to be any good?
1: Gabe nope. Kapler. Do you remember the start of the season? Gabe Kapler couldn't manage?
3: Well, they And don't they all hate him? Don't <laughs> they all hate Gabe Kapler? They all I hate Gabe so.
2: Kapler, and they're rallying around him.
3: Have you heard the... Uh, Mike Trout to Philly Rumors?
2: What? Yeah. I have not. So that would be insane. There
3: was an article on Who do I, they
2: send? The entire team? No, it's not
3: a trade. I it, feel
2: like if I was a general manager of the Angels and someone was like, yo, what's it take for Mike Trout? I'd be like, your whole team. Well, Trout, and all three of your minor league levels. <laughs> Trout has like... I'm not joking.
3: Three years left on his deal. Two years left on his deal. I'll and, have to look. And but, then
2: he becomes a center fielder of the Yankees?
3: No, what they're... I read an article and I, it was New a Jersey. national baseball writer, and I forget who it I hope was. he goes to the Mets. But he's from Philadelphia. Trout is a Philadelphia guy. Huge, he's a South Jersey guy. Yeah, yeah, huge Eagles fan. He's a Philadelphia guy. And there was a thing that the this guy was saying that everything the Phillies are doing right now, all these young players that they're playing, are just they're building for when his contract is up. And the rumor is is that he's going to go. He's going to go play with the Phillies and be the centerpiece on that team moving forward. And if you look at the Phillies, they have been a surprise team this year. They do have some good young talent. Love oh, well. Aaron Nola. Interesting. It is
1: very interesting, actually. Hey. I, and it'd be a great fit. It would. I'm he, he, look, It, would, I'm all be, it for, would be amazing. Because Mike Trout out is... out of the
3: American League West. That's all. <laughs> look like, at John. Go as oh, now far the real away. Thing. Now the real thing shows up. Go as far away as possible. Yes. I can't retweet that article enough. Go but, away, Mike Trout.
1: Here's the thing is and we know this about Mike Trout cause it's been written in literally every article about him is he is such a homebody and he is tied so much to his hometown, which was uh, Millville, New Jersey. And he go, he like still lived with his mom for the first five years of his career in New Jersey. He yeah. would go back and stay there in the summers in his basement. Like that, that's Mike Trout. So if he's it's a Philly, a big basement, that guy's ripped. If he's a Philly guy, well, he probably bought her a $5 million home. Um, <laughs> If he's a Philly guy and he wants to stay in in the Philly area and play for the Phillies, then perfect for him, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. That's it's awesome. a pretty
1: it's a pretty it's a high maintenance sports city, but it's a pretty low profile baseball team in terms of national exposure right sure. now. Well, and it's so Mike. That, that's good for him because he's pretty low profile.
2: Well, it's Mike Trout too. So I mean, those guys can be as critical as they want, but has anyone ever really had stats to back up being critical of Mike Trout? No, no. And when his deal runs out in three years. Right, three years. I, it it, three years. What's it gonna be? I
3: think that's what it was. I think it was three years. What's
2: it gonna be? Twenty seven. The last time I checked, twenty seven is what's what's that word I'm looking for? The prime of your career. Yeah. The uh, the beginning of the prime.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, the one thing I want though. And- so story broken here on the Hot Corner, Mike <laughs> yeah. Trout to the Phillies. Yeah,
3: I, uh, are we calling this now? Can we mark this? Uh, I'm calling getting him out of the American League West any way we can. What are you worried about? The Angels suck. The only thing the Angels do is they kick your butt every he, day. It's because of him. He yeah. owns the
2: Mariners. He does own you guys. Gosh,
3: he owns Felix too. One could he argue. Kills Felix.
2: One could argue that he owns everyone, and the team just happens to play better against you. Right. Well,
1: here's my thing with Mike Trout. And I'm not going to get this with either the Angels or the Phillies. And this could be the Yankees because I would love it. But I want Mike Trout to be on a big profile team so I can watch him more. Like, I I feel
2: like... You have MLB extra innings. You can watch Mike Trout whenever you want. I know,
1: I know. But I'm saying I want Mike Trout to be shoved down my throat.
2: Oh, I'd love that too.
1: Because I really, really, really... Mark. want to see yeah, was, his
3: somebody had to say that yeah
1: <laughs> I, I i really 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 enjoy watching him play and i don't want to have to like go out of my way to watch him i just want to watch him i want to <laughs> that was weird
3: see and i would be more i'd be more comfortable watching him if he was in the national league Because right. usually when i'm watching him it's against my team
1: but I'd love to see him on the Cubs or the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox or I whatever. I want to because see him
2: on any one of those teams you just said.
1: Because then he's on national TV all the time. And he gets the respect he deserves.
3: 2020, his deal runs out. So he has this year and two more years. Oh, man. And then he's a free agent. Come to Cleveland. He will be, come to he Cleveland. He will be 28 years old when he hits the free, when he hits the free agent market.
2: John, you know he's going to be a Yankee, right?
3: I'm just saying.
2: I'm if they're willing you, to throw money at Manny Machado and Well, they're going to throw Harper. all the
3: money you want, but I mean, I don't know. What, what do we know about Mike Trout? You know, Mike just said it best. <clears throat> he's kind of a homebody.
1: If I right? owned if I owned a baseball team. You know what's close to New Jersey? New York.
2: Yeah. If I owned a baseball team. <laughs> the Mets.
3: Go to the Mets.
2: If I owned a baseball team. No one wants to go to the Mets. And Mike Trout was a free agent, I would literally walk up to him. And I'd be like, I'll pay you $30 million a year for the next 10 years, and you can own 25% of this team. (laughs) The Michael Jordan kind of contract. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Because he's not turning that down. He's not. He's not. Come to Cleveland.
1: You know what's the thing, too? That I just want to – sorry, Joe. I know he's getting angry about not breaking. Um, Joe
2: hates us so much right now.
1: Is, we almost got out too. I thought this Mike Trout conversation would totally get us out on time. I, I'm really, really scared that Mike Trout's career is going to end, and we we wouldn't have had we wouldn't have appreciated it enough because we're seeing the modern day Mickey Mantle. We're seeing one of the greatest players possibly of all time. Yeah, playing the game right now.
2: Well, I always say this when I talk and about... And I feel
1: like we're, we're just kind of half ignoring it because he's on a bad team.
2: Right. I, I was saying this earlier when I talk about, you know, like Frankie Lindor is my favorite player in baseball. Um, That's because I'm an Indians fan, so that's the guy I watch every day. Uh, but outside of that, I really like Alex Bregman. I enjoy him. There's some other pitchers I really enjoy. Like, I like Jacob DeGrom a lot. Uh, but that's like the conversation of basically, who do you like not named Mike Trout? Sure. Because it's Mike, and then it's everyone else.
3: Well, and I think Mike... to to kind of what you're saying is because baseball has become so regional, I don't know that it matters what team he goes on. I think, I mean, yes, he is the modern day Mickey Mantle and yes, we should appreciate how good he is, but is going, let's say, okay, let's put him on the Yankees. I think more people would just hate him because he's on the Yankees. I mean, would they get to watch him more? Maybe, but I don't know that that does anything for his, uh, brand you know, yeah i think they just hate him i mean but i don't know if the I, brand think matters I, I think he gets enough i think he
2: gets enough credit
1: I, he does in baseball circles but i look this is one of the greatest players ever in one of the big four sports and people outside of baseball a lot of them probably don't even know who he is well who
2: let's be fair let's talk about the state of baseball real quick and if you walk to an average fan and say who's the one baseball player you know what's their answer
1: well i don't know is it bryce Mike? harper maybe
3: I don't know. Is it Mike Trout? It's not Mike Trout. But I don't even know if it's
2: Bryce Harper. I don't even know if it's
3: anyone. Yeah. Probably Jeter. He's been out of the game for four years.
2: Yeah, it's still a Jeter. I just think think you
3: put put Mike Trout in any city. And I think we had the same conversation. I don't think it's the – I mean, he's in California for crying out loud. I know it's not the Dodgers, it's Anaheim but he's, he's still uh, there Cali- Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, excuse me. L.A.
3: He's, he's in California. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not a, like oh he's squeezed in there. It's not like he's stuck in Kansas city or something like that. I think it just speaks to the regionalization of baseball. I think he has, well, I think we have this conversation wherever he goes and if he ends up in New York, I don't know that it helps him that much. Cause I think people would just outside of Yankee fans would just hate him because it's the rich getting richer. John, thanks for taking a shot at Kansas city us in the uh, American
2: league central. Appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we'll, uh, I don't know, wrap this bad boy up. We do have Big John, so maybe we'll just mail it in. Who knows? It's 848-1080 The Fan.
0: Yeah! This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
2: Well, it's always sad. This thing always goes way too fast. That's what she said. And uh, here we are at the end. Before the All-Star break comes to an end, we get ready for a new season. Wow, we've only got like three minutes left. This show
3: flew by.
2: It always does. It always does. Like
3: the first half of the... Can you believe we're at the All-Star break already?
2: It is kind of crazy. We're almost at 100 games.
3: It flies by.
2: I slid the World Cup in the middle, and that totally threw me off. Because I missed like a solid 20 games of the season by watching the World Cup all the time. Yeah because it was like I'd get up at 6 in the morning to watch a 7 o'clock game and an 11 o'clock game, and then by 2 o'clock I was like, I'm done with sports.
3: We, I I think part of it is the All-Star game I think is a week later this year than it normally is. Yeah. But, I mean, we got the we got the July trade deadline in like 10 days, and then before you know it, it's August. Yeah. And, I mean, you're going to blink. It'll be September, and we're in yeah. the final pennant races here. I it's, hope we
1: see a bit of a crazy trade deadline. It's, it's always fun. I feel like it, it could be crazy, but looking at the players in the block, I'm, I have a feeling we're going to be disappointed.
2: That's what yeah. I was going to say. I think we always want a crazy deadline just because we like things getting mixed up and being dramatic and exciting and things well, like that. I just don't know what's out there. It's the it's, the what you, fantasy,
3: what? it's the fantasy baseball GM yeah. video game. That's what we like to do, right? We were Maybe. talking
2: about how there's not that many bats out there. I mean, there's not that many pitchers out there right? either.
3: But you want to be, you know, people want that. They want the big trade. They want the big uh, who can I get for this and this and make that final push but you're right you know and it's kind of the it's kind of the it's interesting this year because there is such a separation between kind of the haves and the have-nots
2: yeah I think that's the biggest thing and people always clamor I know this is a big thing in the NFL that people try to use to discredit like teams like the New England Patriots or things like that is that everybody wants parody but I'll tell you right now Baseball, there's a huge separation, as you said, between the haves and have nots. But I'll tell you what, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Me neither. I really don't. And like, I think like that's I said, exciting. The American League has, is
1: very top heavy, but those teams at the top could all beat each other.
2: And I think that's why, you know, we laugh and joke, and I'm not serious. Like, like that's why I laugh about taking the Indians because I don't know who's going to win. So I'm like, yeah, Indians over Cubs, take yeah, it. Sure. Because it. I don't know. I can't honestly tell you it's the Red Sox, the Yankees the Mariners or the Astros in the American League. I can't, I can't firmly believe
3: that. And isn't that what's great about sports though? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. why we watch, right? I mean, if we could sit here right now and say, ah, the Yankees are going to win it. That's what's great about sports is we don't know.
2: That's what's great about everything but the NBA. And if we get on a pedestal, because the Warriors are going to win it. (laughs) And if we get on a pedestal to give baseball some love at the end of our mid-season show, uh, baseball does that more so than any other sport. Agree. Yep.
1: 100% agree. Yep. And obviously you guys out there listening are all baseball fans because you're listening to a baseball show, but it, it always pains me when someone just blindly rips baseball because I'm sitting there going, you don't know what you're missing.
2: Yeah. There's so much depth to this game, and it, it's, it's such a joy. You know what I think it is? I think it's that the average sports fan is fairly unintelligent, and baseball's an intelligent sport. That's why they don't like football, and I mean like international soccer. those, and they don't like golf.
3: Those are intellectual sports. Baseball is beautiful. Baseball is gorgeous. I could not be more excited for the second half. I hope the Mariners uh, see this through. And uh, gentlemen, thank you for letting me come in and talk baseball with you guys.
2: As always. Any time you'd like. Uh, We'll see you in three months. Right? Is that late October? Oh no! Now we got to do it in November because everything's pushed back. Yeah, November.
3: Yeah, we'll be in after the Mariners win the World Series, and uh, you know it'll be good times.
2: I'll tell you what: I'm an Indians fan. My team's in it. Mike is a Yankee fan. My, his team is in it. Joe's an Orioles fan. They're still a team. <laughs>
3: They still play. They still play. <laughs> they still play uh, baseball. I'll tell you, I'll tell you hang what. Hang in there, Joe.
2: I'll tell you what, John. If you came back here in November and the Mariners were about to hang a World Series banner, I, I don't think there's anybody that would congratulate or shake your hand more than us in this studio. I
3: would certainly take it. Uh, at this point, um, I'd settle for a wild card game appearance. Um, <laughs> so m- maybe they can make it. I hope they see this through. Uh, it's the best team they've had in a long time. Uh, come back soon. Robbie Cano, we need you. And go Mariners.
2: I kind of feel like I hope my Indians make the wild card and they're going to win the division. I'm gonna like, get that wild card, baby. (laughs) Just at least have the same record as the wild card teams. Anyway, for Big John Sucanik in the house, we thank him as always. We'll see him at the end of the season. I just Uh, hope the Red Sox explode. (laughs) They won't. (laughs) They will in the playoffs. That's what it's for. Uh, For Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass. Thanks, Joe, for doing the dirty work tonight. We apologize for making things more difficult on you. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like, I don't know, check out a local beer podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
1: Americans spend 4.4 hours
2: with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?